I'm Leslie Torres. And I'm Bronna Marks. And together we co-host West Coast Mix and Bounce. For all things West Coast NBA. That's right. We cover the Lakers, Clippers, Warriors, and yes, the Kings and the Suns. When there's something good to talk about. We have a new and fun episode every two weeks where we break down the craziest headlines in the NBA that pertain to the West Coast teams. We are such a niche podcast that you won't find anywhere else. I mean, two girls with experience in the field talking West Coast basketball. Um, yeah, you want to listen. This is West Coast Mix and Bounce brought to you by LAFB Network. Welcome back to another episode of West Coast Mix and Bounce with myself, Leslie Torres, and with... Bronna Marks. Yes, yes. <laughs> we're back. Another episode talking basketball, West Coast basketball, which we're so excited about. It's been a minute. So, has it been a minute? I feel like... No, we, like we, we on just time. Oh, great. Little three time. weeks, like, you know, routine we got going. <laughs> it feels it feels like a minute because I'm like, every time anything happens in basketball, I'm like, I can't wait to talk to Bronna about it. Like, that's my girl who I'm going to go talk some basketball with. So I'm yes. excited. On this episode, we're talking Lakers, Warriors, Clippers, Kings. We're talking about all our West Coast teams in the Pacific. Southern Pacific? No. What's it called? <laughs> Pacific Division, yeah. Pacific Division, right? Yeah, not South. Pacific Division, we're going to talk about where they're at in the standings as we're getting closer to the f- playoffs and the finals. We're going to talk about injuries because some major injuries have happened. And then we're also just going to see where they're at, what we're thinking about each team. And, of course, we're going to start from top to bottom. Top team goes first on this podcast. And surprisingly... The Kings. Was it? The freaking Kings. Of course it Sacramento is. Sacramento keeps inching up. They number Crazy. two now They're second. in the Western Conference. They're number two. 40 and 26. Fun fact, first time they've been in 40 wins since 2006. Yeah. And I went down a loophole. I was like, 2006, what was I doing in 2006? Do you remember what you were doing in 2006? No. What was that like? Let me remind you. Twitter.com had just launched. Oh, my God. Dot com, no app. Twitter.com launched. Wow. The Twitter. LOL. The Twitter. The top yeah. song of the moment. What do you think it was? Is he 2006? It's over a decade ago. I was in like sixth or seventh grade. My head goes <laughs> back like Chris Brown. That's what I'm thinking, like that era. Like kind of close. School? It was Beyonce. It was Beyonce. Uh, Irreplaceable okay. was the jam. <laughs> oh my God. Talk about a throwback. Right? Imagine, since then, the Kings had not reached 40 wins. Also, we were dancing, I guess, apparently to Crank That Soldier Boy and Chicken Noodle Soup. <laughs> wow, that was an era. That was, that was. Imagine, since then, the Kings had not won 40. So props to them. They deserve to be second. For sure. In the, in the Western Conference. And was that, that was Steve Nash's team, 2006? You know what? It probably was. I felt like it was because that I was like the best like. era that they had like in history before before even that. But um, yeah, to really highlight their eight and one in their past nine games, which is crazy to think about. I was like, dang, that's a lot of wins in that category for for Sacramento. And then obviously the game that um, pushed them over was Phoenix. They just yeah. went against yeah they did and that's a definitely a huge win um 
There's music coming from my Jesus Christ. Sorry. There's music coming from my many tabs that are open. That's that's like literally the life in my head. Like, I don't know. I have 11 tabs open. There's music playing and I don't know which one is coming from. Um, we don't hear it over here. That's your own anthem in your head. That's your, I know, that's but your it was list. so loud. That's your playlist. ESPN.com. Please stop. Like, stop. Don't throw ads in my mix. But anyways. Ads. So, they, the Kings just went against Phoenix, who we're going to talk about because obviously they have some sad news. But um, mm -hmm. the thing I wanted to note was that 65 points came from their bench versus 18 points no. from Phoenix's bench. Not only is that defense, but it's people contributing, it's them stepping up. And I feel like we have not seen that from the Kings in a long time. Not only do they have solid leadership in Fox and Sabonis, but they have players to look up on like when they need to sit down <laughs> and we've talked about that we talked about how teams will really depend on those top two three players and then the rest of them you know they just kind of whittle out I agree I feel like they have one of the stronger benches so far of the western conference teams which is kind of shocking because you always wanted more from the kings they always That's wanted true. like those that extra bench help and now they finally have it and they are able to have their stars like Sabanis and Fox go out and ball and take a break and then be like, okay, well, I know my bench is going to back me up. And it was clear, especially during the Phoenix Suns game, how much better they are and how much the Suns definitely need KD, which he is out. Mm -hmm. But um, the Kings, they're doing it. They are doing it. They're still the top team. I feel like there's not much to say. They're still winning, shockingly. Big. And big. And so they are definitely a top team to beat if you want to make it to the finals, if you're going to make it in the playoffs. I'm wondering, I'm trying to see who is going to lead up to that. Who do they match up? If they're the second seed, who they match up against? Sixth? Seventh? Yeah, I Seventh. believe so. Sixth? It's like one, then eight, two, then seventh. Seven. So yeah. like, who's going to be in that seventh spot that's going to have to beat the Kings to get through it? And it's, it look, it's looking kind of tough. It's right, looking kind of tough. Um, right now, if they were to play in the playoffs today, it would be the Mavericks. Dallas. That sounds pretty easy. Well, actually, no. They have Kyrie now. And, hmm. No, sorry. That'd it would be, be the Timberwolves. Yeah, it would be the Timberwolves. But either way, like the Timberwolves and the Mavericks are literally not even a game out. They're basically tied right now. There you um, go. But yeah, that is a big difference. If they were to play either Dallas or the Timberwolves, I feel like the Timberwolves, they probably have the upper hand on, but obviously Luka and Kyrie like on the Mavs right now, that would definitely be like a seven game series easily. Exactly. That, and that's how like better the Kings have become. I feel like we're just so used to being like, oh, if the Kings are a playoff team at least. Well, right. it's someone you can beat and just get it out of the way. This time, it's different. They're definitely a top team that you do not want to lose against. And and if you do, it's kind of like kind of maybe I need to do a little bit better because if I'm losing to the Kings, yeah, it's, you're not supposed to do that. But, um, yeah, the Kings are still the same, second in the seed. It's going to be crazy to see them in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. since maybe the first time since I don't know when, but it looks like it's coming. So And they have so many wins, not only against obviously like Eastern teams, but West Coast teams, like Top the two teams. wins they just mm -hmm. had against the Clippers 
but we're going to get to. But that double overtime win where Fox and Monk both had 40 plus points. That's the first time in King's history that two players have had over 40 points in the same game. (laughs) Yes. So I had to highlight that. First time. First time. Um, among so many other <laughs> records they broke in that game. I mean, it was 176 to 175. That is an extremely high-scoring game. I believe it's the second highest in NBA history. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, and then obviously they came back, and that was at L.A. Then they came back home and beat them again, 128 to 127. Fox had 32 points, seven assists. Um, they shot 100% from free throw range, which I was like, okay, like perfect. perfect. 26 of 26. For, and perfect. we know free throws matter. Like, so Definitely do. I'm looking at these stats, and I'm just like, wow, that's – they're doing very, very, very well, like across the board. Super well, balanced. They definitely do need more national games as they kind of petition for. In their definitely. Last kind of <laughs> I'm like, like, put us on national TV. I'm like, oh, they deserve that. No, they really do. And it, it sucks because, you know, like I feel like their fan base and maybe people who are interested on dra- jumping on the bandwagon, like, are not able to watch them on national TV. So it, if and when obviously they get to the playoffs they will get that limelight and that will definitely be the ultimate test for them like can they shine as bright when really all cameras mm. and all lights are on them you know what i'm saying that is a great point i i hope they can don't do us dirty don't do us wrong you're representing the west coast here Period. So i hope they can i hope they can like show up and show out but damn yeah that, that 176 175 game like, I literally, I think I just skipped it because I was like, let me see how they're doing. Cool. No. That's almost close to 200. That's like 30 points away from 200, given it was overtime, but still. Yeah, double still. overtime. And they still outlasted, you know, it seemed like the Clippers. So, yeah, that's tiring. You get tired one overtime, one Exhausting. game period, you're tired. Yeah, imagine double overtime and still coming through. That's crazy. Kings, we see you. We definitely see you. Shout out. <laughs> shout out to the Kings. But on the other side, we have the Suns, who are fourth in the Western Conference right now, 37 and 30. I was excited for them. Uh-huh. Now I'm not that excited. Well, KD got injured, so he tweaked his ankle during a pregame warm-up. Which was yeah, so we, silly. Dude, that video was just... I mean, it's just... <sighs> I'm like so frustrated because yeah, because I'm like that's just the way it goes. But it sucks because now we don't get to see him actually like continue playing with the Suns. He did play those three games, and they were like the best three games for the Suns that they've had, I think, this season so far. Yeah, now we don't get to see that. Now he's yeah. out. Who knows for how long? Because they haven't really given him time a timeline for his return. And I don't know. It just sucks because now they're just short. They're, they were already short. They traded for KD. Mm-hmm. They got even shorter. And now they're like the shortest yeah. they've ever been. And you could tell that the Kings got the best of them in their win against them. I think it was 128-119. Mm-hmm. They kind of just, to me, I did look at some of the highlights. They just look kind of slow. Or maybe the shots were not open as much as when, when Kevin Durant was on the floor. So I was like, dang, they are definitely going to miss having KD out there. And if it continues, they can just keep coming down the seating, which is not something that they want to do, especially because the Western Conference is so tight that every win, every loss counts. And the last 
five to like 10, 11 seeds can just honestly like change every single day. Yeah. So I'm not excited for the Suns for this. I'm not happy that KD is injured because I really did want to see what he could bring to the West. But I think everybody, everybody was really depending on that addition to, I think, push the Suns really towards their goals of the finals and the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Kevin Durant is an amazing player. You can't, you know, you can't refute that. Like what he brings to the floor is unlike most players. And like you said, in those first three games he played, he averaged 26 points, seven rebounds, three assists, and he shot 69%. Mm-hmm. in three games and those were just his first three games with the Suns like imagine when he actually plays like maybe 10 or a dozen games with those guys and really like meshes it and every everything melts together there's so much potential there despite that the Suns have been able to still win four of their last six they had a really really chaotic win against Dallas <laughs> um obviously there's some kind of rivalry maybe steaming there um i feel it especially with the kate um kyrie edition i'm like oh exactly drama live for the drama (laughs) durant put up 37 points seven rebounds booker put up 36 points in tennis so obviously that's already working like Mm the the i guess like the distribution of power and who's going to be shooting and etc cetera, etc cetera. obviously i think chris ball is taking more of a quieter veteran role in that kind of situation which i think fits for him at this stage in his career and ayton has kind of i mean they're they're both starting like in the starting lineup together yeah um so i guess that works for them it, it's fine obviously ayton is a powerhouse on defense as well so even if he doesn't need to be the one who puts 20 plus 30 points plus up like he can he doesn't have to he could just grab his rebounds and move on <laughs> i agree i feel like he he does though need to i like, think a little step it up a little bit more now that katie's out for sure Especially in, the, in the highlights of the last game i feel like he could have done more or maybe they could have given him a, a bigger role and they probably would have been at least right there with the kings not have lost against them but i feel like mm-hmm. that's just something that they have to kind of figure out just because now there's no kevin durant on the team so they gotta re kind of Configure. whatever they had him yeah refigure it out whatever they had in mind is not working out because katie's not here who knows for how long so they just gotta re-figure the shit out but mm. it sucks it sucks i was so excited to see them like playing you know, play especially since the first three games they were actually like pretty good i was like okay yeah and I they like were it. away I like, like so kd was supposed to debut that day that he hurt oh, himself right. at home and in phoenix and he hasn't had the chance to imagine do that. that poor stunts fans hurt hurt at least it wasn't were, load management because <laughs> they were there so i'm sure they were like seeing him warm up and they're like oh yeah he got a little tweak like something happened and then it's just like now he's out no for right. like more than three weeks apparently but. ankle sprain yeah he, there he's supposed to be reevaluated in three weeks and <laughs> i mean we're getting this close to the end of the season like there's maybe so a close. dozen games left maybe less for some teams so if they can hold yeah. that that fourth fifth spot that would be great but it i mean it's it's a huge hit it's a oh my very god, big april hit. is next month already oh my god you're where right where did time go <laughs> dude they have no time like these teams have no time to get it together zero do not it's crunch time it's crunch time right now and it will be a shame to see all their hard work come down just because of like that like that quickly i mean that is how the game goes that is how it 
it is what it is but mm-hmm. damn that's crazy they ain't got no time no who doesn't have who doesn't have no more time the clippers don't have no more time either oh my gosh <laughs> so here's a heads in to our audience who is listening me and leslie obviously have a pre-talk before we start <laughs> recording and we both agreed that there's really nothing to say about the clippers except the fact that they're doing the same shit they were doing you know six seven eight weeks ago it's still the same thing <laughs> yeah too. And it's like, it's not a bad thing, but it's not a great thing. Like, you're just going to stay in the fifth seed forever. You're just going to be mediocre, mm-hmm. okay, for the rest of the season. And if that's what you want, if that's the goal, then it is what it is. Congrats on their new arena. I saw them on their little hats and, like, their little tools. Girl, like, they like, look like they workers. they did not want to be there, okay? <laughs> the photos I saw, it was giving, like, why are we here? And then Girl. Steve Ballmer, like, felt the need to exaggerate about how many toilets are gonna be there like i I appreciate the number of toilets i was like okay but (laughs) okay can can we do something about the team right now because y'all just in the fifth seed 36 and 33 you're not bad it's not not great great. exactly so if you're you're leaving us to talk about your toilets that is not good and probably Maybe 30, 40% of that team won't even see that arena because I'm sure they'll be making moves if, if this season really doesn't work out. Like, just to highlight, exactly. they're, they're on a five-game losing – well, they sorry, they recently came off of a five-game losing streak with back-to-back overtime losses. And this paints a picture for playoffs. Like, five games – that's it. You're done. Like, you swept. Mm-hmm. Bring mm-hmm. out the broom. You're gone. Mm-hmm. Like so, if you have that kind of complacency going on, you can't beat teams like Denver. Uh, um, you can't beat teams like Denver, like Sacramento, um, like the Warriors. Like it's not gonna work. And the whole issue is it's still not. the same thing: the load management, the top players not playing together, the lack of chemistry, the boring play that they have going on. I mean, it's just not aggressive, and it's not. <laughs> championship worthy to me i agree you know and you know what you said boring i'm like dude they have russell westbrook on their team it should be anything but boring and they that hasn't changed somehow they still somehow managed to be the boring. clippers who they are yeah you know what appreciate it they are who they are <laughs> season after season the consistency with that does not change but no. that's literally all we have to say about them because they're just still the same team yep. still mid so very um, mid <laughs> unless they can bring it up and then we can see some kind of spark we'll be like oh my god yeah finals is in the future it, it doesn't look like it at all yeah now right below them just about actually a one game out is the warriors at 35 and 33 see how how do the warriors who just are getting injuries back-to-back injuries barely getting curry back are still the main better topic than the clippers does not make sense Exactly. It should not make sense. It should not make sense. <laughs> There's Curry some character there. That's crazy because it only takes one player to come back to make it like re-energized in a different team. They currently sit at the 16th, right? We said that. They have just, ooh, that game. Against the last, That game? Oh, my God. What? Carried. Curry carried all the way. They brought the Warriors back to win. He had 36 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, and 6 threes. Like, it was all Curry in overtime. It was one of the better games they've had in a long time. But again, it goes back to it was all Stephen Curry, which is great, but not that great. Because then who else do the Warriors have to rely on? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've they've quieted down a little bit. Like, obviously, it's very good to see Curry back full form right after coming off of an injury. That's super encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, he went off in the fourth quarter and overtime. He had thir- with those thirty six points that he had. He scored twenty two of those in the fourth quarter and overtime. Exactly. So he definitely was very much clutch. Draymond decided to try to shoot the game winning shot at the end of fourth quarter. I, I can't don't know. Him. I can't wait. I don't know why he thought that was like a thing, but sure, Draymond. Who told him he was clutch? Who told him? Somebody lied to him and told him he was clutch. And the confidence, the confidence. No, see, he should have had the assist. He should have passed it to Curry, and then he would have got that game-winning assist, and that would have been his role. Exactly. (laughs) That's more him. That's more him. For sure. I don't know who took it upon him and was like, yes, you do that. But it worked out at the end. Worked in the end, but that was funny. I I saw that too. Um, they I feel like even they have like some drama either coming out too with like Draymond talking and just being a little bit more aggressive and like being who he mm, is. Yeah. So I'm not sure if I like that or not. I feel like you have to be a better team to talk your shit like that. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it is Draymond, so I just I I give it up to him. Yeah, I mean, that that seems to be I think he's gone back and forth with that role that Mm. he plays of like getting under other people's skin. And obviously that has poured into his own team situation. Um, But, you know, regardless, that was a a big win for the Warriors, even Mm. though Giannis did not play that that day. But I mean, the Bucks are the Bucks. They're a champion winning team and they're super aggressive, even without their top um score player and that's what that's what helps makes them so great but you look at the Warriors losses they they came off um three games in a row of losses against the Lakers against Oklahoma and then obviously Memphis where we saw I feel like the brunt of Draymond's drama um Mm -hmm. leak over into like Memphis and obviously I think if we don't know you should know that Memphis talks a lot of shit and that is literally what they're known for um Mm -hmm. So you can't let that get the best of you, though, because in the long run, it will hurt because you're distracted by running your mouth and not doing things you need to do with the basketball. Yeah, unless you can, like, talk shit and back it up, which I feel like they haven't been able to do so. In other seasons, they have. They, I mean, they're still the Warriors. They're still a championship winning team, but it's a little bit different this season. So I just would feel like... "Mm -hmm." Maybe let's not talk. Let's just show. Yeah. Just show what's going on. Especially with the Warriors as they continue to be without Wiggins, without Kaminga. And I think um, Draymond rolled his ankle yesterday during the game, too. So it's like there's so many asterisks, like, involving injuries. I feel like injuries has been a big topic for us, too. Like, with Kevin Durant out, now with the Warriors and Curry Burley coming back. Or barely. Mm -hmm. Sorry, not Burley. But um, it's it's been a lot. And it sounds like... They just can't really catch a break with whatever's happening. So I do give the Warriors props for still being competitive, for still staying in playoff contention, for still being the sixth seed <laughs> after mm. all on top of all of this. But um, yeah. it's not... I mean, they have to <clears throat> rely very heavily on Curry, and they're still going to have to be able to do it in the last push. So I yeah. feel like it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I don't take them out of the picture just because they're the Warriors. It's Curry. They still got something, something, but it's going to be a tough battle, especially to make it to the playoffs, I think. 
Yeah, with it, I mean, injuries, like you said, have played a very, very, very big role this season. It's super disappointing, especially to see in the West. But we talked about that, you know, switch of power teams that used to be at the bottom are now at the top. And most of them is because they can maintain health. They can stay healthy. They play together regularly and they have, you know, it, it becomes muscle memory playing with, with the teammates that, you know, are, are making the greatest impact for your team and helping you really win. So when you don't have that advantage, it, it shows and it's, you know, it's not pretty, it's disappointing. Um, so, you know, here's to the newcomers, I guess. <laughs> I agree. No, I agree. They can yeah. if they basically if you can stay healthy, it's kind of like already a super big win. And they have been able to do that. The Denver's have been able Denver has been able to do that. Grizzlies have been able to do that. Mm-hmm. The Warriors, unfortunately, not. Suns, not. Clippers, yeah. they have, but they're not they don't take advantage of that. They, they don't, don't take advantage of that. And the Lakers have also, I think, been dealt with injuries. Saving the best for last. Here LA. We go. <laughs> but you know what? It's a new day. It's a new era here in Los Angeles. We for have sure. been dealing with a lot of injuries, but look at them. The trade actually worked. They're on a three-game winning streak without LeBron James. They are ninth in the West, though. Mm-hmm. Right? What are they? They but are... they came up. Let's not forget, like for most they of were the like season, 11, 12, right? They were like 12, 13, 11. Like Bottom. now they're nine. Like this is actually Bottom. a really great spot for them. <laughs> they are because it's like they're so close that like sixth, I think it's that sixth through like 10th seed, 11th seed. It's so it's like two or three games away. So it's literally can be anybody's game, whether you're in the play in or whether you're just sitting comfy in playoff in the bracket mm-hmm. already but i feel like the trade worked it's been an instant change and it seems very cheesy and very cliche to be like oh my god it did work you guys it true. did work they had 13 threes versus the raptors last yesterday not last night they were without lebron james for a while and then d'angelo got injured too so they were without him for a while now he's back so injuries definitely pill- is, are playing a big role but look at them now they're d'angelo had 28 points he was five of eight from three Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, let's ignore his last game. Just ignore yeah. it. Bad. Besides, before that, he was he was killing Murdering. over the over the fast past five games. He was averaging thirty three points and thirteen point eight rebounds. In the last ten games, the Lakers were able to be at the top of the defensive ratings. Like, who is this team? Who would have exactly. thought that the trade would actually do this much? So, really cheesy, really cliche, but. It worked. I mean, we've been waiting. The Lakers are coming. The Lakers are coming. We've been waiting for them to flip the switch for literally the whole season. And now, like you said, with injuries, people healing, people coming back, AD return really, really, really well, like just came out of the gates, just on fire. Uh, We saw that D'Angelo Russell could have a good impact. Good thing his injury didn't really last that long. He was able to Mm -hmm. jump back in. And he's proved that he can step up when when an AD or a nun or somebody else, like who's usually putting up points, is not. Um, So it's, it's really good to see the Lakers actually taking advantage of their potential and not just letting it simmer like some of our other teams that we have talked about i think they took that adversity that's definitely a little we all know who it's for though we all know who it's for yeah Um, did you say something wrong though no no 
<laughs> I said what I said. Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. that's all period. But I, I really hope the best for the Lakers. I would love to see them move up. It's only, you know, a game, two games, half a game in between those last few slots. And it's mm-hmm. totally there. It, the ball is in their court, literally. I feel like it's the best position they've been in a really long time. And they've just got to continue it. They played today against the Knicks. Another win just continues to solidify everything that they are proving. Their defense, their defense is getting better. So I just feel like they just got to keep it up. And it's today is kind of that game. Obviously, it's against the Knicks. So it should be even easier of a win. Should be. Should be. I never put it past the Lakers to do something stupid. So I'm just like, eh. Yeah. But, yeah, they're on a roll. They got to continue. AD needs to just jump back from that little weird game he had the other night and just continue to be himself and mm-hmm. yeah I feel like they I feel like in theory they do want to avoid the play in I feel like they don't want to do two games back to back or another game and then and then hit the playoffs like that's not ideal at all for them right I feel like they need to be in the playoffs in the bracket they don't want to be in the play in and if they can do that it's a solid spot yeah it's very solid I feel a lot of hope in that more hope than I feel than with the Clippers or, or with the Warriors. Or maybe maybe with, I feel yeah. like Curry just can't do everything by himself. But with the Lakers, that that responsibility can be shared between AD and hopefully LeBron comes back and with D'Angelo and just like the supporting cast that it has been able to work so well. Who's getting credit? Vanderbilt's getting credit. Um, Shooter's getting credit. They've all kind of stepped up and it's just like, they're vibing. It's a real team out there. I'm so impressed. I'm so happy. <laughs> yes, it really is a real team. It's solid. Really like a lot of potential. Like you said, they play New York. Um, I think they have one of the easiest schedules left. Some of the bigger games that they have left are Dallas. They play Phoenix twice, and then they play um, the Clippers as well. So I think if they take advantage of what they've been able to build upon so far, gonna look really good for them yeah i'm looking at their schedule and they're playing the suns too without kd that's looking dude one two three four five six seven eight nine ten oh no they have more games okay like at least like 15 but still yeah wow they got we we could be in the playoffs brana (laughs) again (laughs) i really hope so i need lebron to get at least (laughs) one more ring bro like just one more for the people for your family and then you can let your sons come and take over your position (laughs) bye i mean and that's the thing about the lakers that makes it different is that they're winning without lebron so if he does come back it's just like well we can do it with or without you at this point and so you can sit him out for a bit and we could still continue to win we could still continue to keep the pace up we can still Mm -hmm. continue to play defense Granted, LeBron's defense is not like the highlight of his career, but still, they can still be able to do that without him on the floor. And I feel like that's the difference between maybe like a Warriors who they absolutely need Curry to be there to win. Draymond mm-hmm. is just not going to cut it by himself. Right. So I, it's there. The hope is there. There's mm-hmm. some kind of hope, magic, which ma- yes, little magic which in the I air, felt in, which I haven't felt in a long time. So I'm just so I'm so blessed. <laughs> <laughs> Are like, we all? I know it's not done specifically for me, but still, it's it's a great moment. It's a great position to be in. Yeah, so just I'm has, excited for them. 
as a LA native, as a LA fan, like, you know, it's, it's about time. It's been yeah. a rough few years since that 2020 championship. So. We were up so high and they came down so low. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice to be like, oh, on the rise again, hopeful. Just exactly. even hopefulness feels nice. You know? Yeah. It feels nice. No, it's great. <laughs> and then also, like, besides that, the WNBA is about to start again, which is, like, it crazy. Is. Um, Brittany Griner. Some, some games drop, right? Yeah, Very Brittany Griner is going to make her de- debut, I think, May 16th, something like that. It's a late-ass game. Yeah, I may have LA. to, like, yeah, it's going to be super We're going late. on West Coast time, that's why. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be a really good game, especially because yep. they're doing it here in L.A. I would have... We would have all wanted for her to do it at home, which we will have to wait. But yeah, it's gonna be a good game. I can't wait. I'm excited to see her back on the floor. DT for is sure. coming back, so I will. I'm loving that connection. I want to see who more from the Phoenix has like confirmed their roster spot, so we can kind of see if they're running it back a little bit. We'll find out. But I'm excited yeah. for that. It's like Shanae's a back. super team error going mm-hmm. on in the W as well. Yeah, no, and the Sparks are kind of different, too. They're a different team now, too. They have a new coach, so I can't wait to see that. They got some new people on the roster. I'm excited to see that. So it's going to be a good game overall. And I'm just excited for the W to be back. Ooh, for sure. I, am. For I need sure. to see all these moves. The draft is coming up. Ooh. Oh, my gosh, yes. It's <gasps> crazy. This is coming, yes. Or has oh. it started yet? It's, like, about to start. About right. to start, yeah, so... Yeah, it's I like think today basketball. the the bracket drops today, so Ooh, interesting. So. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. excited for that. So we got a lot of basketball to look forward to: March Madness, playoffs, W season. Yeah, we're gonna it's... we're gonna stay talking basketball all year long. So period, y'all stick with stick us because we got you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah, what a great, what a great little thirty minutes. I feel like we covered so much in such a short time, but. Oh. We, we did. Yeah. No, it's always super refreshing to jump on this podcast with you, for sure. Yes, <laughs> me too. Like, I honestly look forward to it because I'm just like, who else am I going to talk basketball with that's going to understand me and the craziness that comes with all the extra? Exactly. <laughs> only Brana. Leslie, my girl. <laughs> honestly, I, I try to talk basketball with all these people and it's just they want to go so deep into stats, so deep into numbers. And I'm like, that's cool. But I'm here for the vibe, though. Like, what's the vibe? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I love this time. (sighs) For sure. But I think we've we've solidified it. We've been a good episode. So I'm going to sign us off. Thank you guys again for coming to listen to West Coast Mix and Bounce. Once again, I'm Bronna Marks. I'm here with Leslie Torres. And we'll catch y'all on the next episode. Yes. Jump on. Thank you. (laughs)